Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight it's finally here. We're talking about the premiere episode of Big Brother 22, Big Brother All-Stars, whatever you want to call it. And I'm just realizing I still have the banner up from last night, even though I completely changed it before the show started. This is a big, this is not a good start to this this episode. So I'm going to take it away. I'm going to fix it in a second. Uh, but besides that, welcome everyone. Uh, if you're here in the chat, just joining us for the first time, I'm really glad you're here. We're going to go over everything in the episode tonight uh, and maybe break down this cast since we finally have it confirmed, even though we've known it for like two weeks now. And I was kind of hoping maybe one person would sneak into this cast that we weren't expecting. Uh, but nevertheless, we have 16 house guests, 16 all-stars, um, whether you want to call them an all-star or not, we'll discuss that as well. Uh, in this house right now, we get the live feeds tonight at 2.30 Eastern after the West Coast premiere of the premiere episode. We've got everything to go over. We've got an HOH comp. We've got house guest intros that were filmed, uh, you know, by the house guests themselves. We've got the safety suite. We've got, you know, uh, certain production elements that uh, may have been overlooked and we can discuss everything. Uh, my name is Barrett. Joining me as always is Daniel Icon Brown and the lovely Roxy Hotman. Usually I flip those names around. I don't know why I did it that way. This I time. just noticed that. I think that's the first time that I've ever been introduced last. I, I'm okay. sorry. I don't Best know why I did. I literally see you in order on my screen in the way that I usually say it. I don't know why this happened. Uh, oh but guys, we're, we're doing it. Big Brother All-Stars 2 is here. Is that not like mind blowing? I, I, I really just want to ask both of you real quick. Initial takeaways, biggest takeaways. Roxy, you can go first. Oh, that's so sweet, Barrett. My biggest takeaway, um, I would use, like, just in one word, would be surreal. Like, I feel like the entire night was surreal. I was just twittering, tweeting, tweeting. <laughs> I was just tweeting at um, Jessica from Sequester, love her, about how I feel just so overwhelmed with everything. Like, I don't know, like, like I'm overjoyed to see all of these people that I've watched, I mean, cause I've watched since season one, I've seen all, I've seen all of the feeds, I've seen it all. And now I'm seeing them like all meshed together. And it's just like, it's blowing my mind. And now like I spent all evening watching the show and I was just giddy really, honestly. And now I'm a nervous wreck about who is going to be nominated. I'm yeah, just like, it's oh. it's weird thinking that one of these people is going to be evicted this time next Thursday. Oh, yeah. But I mean, we have it set up right now, and we'll talk about it, of course, mm -hmm. that we're, we're going to have two people, probably fan favorites, that are not going to get evicted because they're going to get voted into the safety suite, and it'll be Janelle and Danny, probably. Uh, we'll see what uh, happens. Uh, or Dave Vaughn. Or Dave Vaughn, honestly. Um, but mean, yeah. whoever production feels is in trouble, if you want to say it that way either. Um, uh, but yeah. Daniel, mm -hmm. your biggest takeaways. Oh my gosh. I feel like this is like, is it the word fever dream? Is that a thing? I don't know. I feel like Absolutely. I'm in some like astral projection and like, I'm going to wake up in a few hours and be like really sad, but it just hasn't set in. And I know that we've been anticipating this for months and it's been crazy, but like it, I like feel like this isn't real. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I I'm literally watching like Janelle, Danielle Donato, uh, Nicole Franzel, Davon Rogers, Bailey, like all in the same season. And it's just like, like so much for me to handle. And right before this podcast, I was having like a little anxiety rush and I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, like, I, I, yeah, I can no. confirm you were about five feet backwards 
as your <laughs> little uh, wallpaper that you have just like dry heaving for a second. I and know. I, and not, I'm not even sure why, but it was interesting that, you know, I was kind of thinking this is kind of weird because this is the first time you're watching Janelle in real time on a season because you didn't start watching until BB17. And this is going to be the first time you're watching Janelle on live feeds tonight. And we're mm-hmm. experiencing this all with you. It's kind of, it's just, it, and it is a fever dream because. Right. And it just like, I could not imagine having to live through BB6 and BB7 as a feed watcher. Roxy, I'm giving you your accolades right now because if I had to watch all season long, Janelle be targeted and have to rely on a veto week after week, like that just hit in. That might be the predicament that I'm in. And I don't know what what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to make out of this, make it out of this. I don't know if I'm going to make it through the season if you are going to behave the way you were behaving five minutes ago <laughs> you were literally hyperventilating i feel like i'm like I, should I we can't. call for help for daniel um, i'm just a very <laughs> passionate person and i i'm so nervous but i'm also so excited i think we just need to get out of the way i think janelle bailey davon let's just get him out of the house first off <gasps> and then daniel can Stop. just be honed in for the rest of the season and not freak out even though i did have my moment of freak out when janelle uh almost got her ball into the i guess it was the second group uh and i'm just trying to avoid saying the phrase ball into the hole but that's what happened uh and i yeah i think everyone in america did the same exact thing when she almost got it uh but i don't think anyone right. could have beat cody in that competition anyway after what happened janelle um, could have. yeah i mean maybe ian almost beat cody so if ian could almost beat cody Janelle can, but then again, Ian uh, did not beat Cody. Uh, where do we? Where do we I go from here? I thought Ian was. Oh, I don't want to talk about it necessarily yet because I think we're going in order. But I I'm, mean, we can go in order. We don't have to go in order. Okay. I mean, well, I thought for a half a second that Ian was just like magically going to know all of the correct steps to take. I was like, "What is happening?" He, he definitely had that stare down before he went. Uh, where yeah. he was just like, it seemed like he was locked in on a certain like set of the mm-hmm. the stars, and I, I bet he was still seeing a wobble from a couple of them from the last person because that ended up being a he big may have that ended been up being a big a thing in this HOH competition. Is that Memphis goes gets a minute twenty two, minute twelve, or whatever it was. Oh my God, bless his heart. Is he okay? He's old now. Uh, he, he and he rolled all over the place. He's not old he's though. So different. Memphis is only thirty seven. Uh, but for some what? reason he looked, yeah, he's he only 30, 80. he's only 30. He yeah. Rolled in looking like Jerry. I thought it was Jerry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I love Memphis. I'm joking, but he just, he, he's like, he's not a spring chicken anymore. And he took some falls. Oh I need to change oh. out my window from the actual chat to, uh, the cast photos, because that's what I want to look at. Here we go. Here are the cast photos. Yeah, uh, we finally have them all. We also have the new intro now on. Uh, I was just looking at it on Twitter. I wonder if it's still there. Oh, it is. Look it's at that horrible. right there. Uh, it's literally everyone in their homes. That was an interesting thing tonight. We saw all of the the house guests intros filmed themselves. Uh, and I'm assuming Big Brother sent all the equipment there for them. And I, in a way, it was weird to watch because it was clearly, there was a different vibe involved, but I kind of liked it a little bit better because it was less, you know, ultra cheesy. Let's give everyone a one-liner. Yeah, it wasn't like, remember when (laughs) I made so much fun of the way that they did um, Matt Cereal Eater, his um, opening thing where he like reached back to grab a tool and it was the key. (laughs) Like when he was working on something, I'm like, God, that was so stupid. I much prefer the way that they did it tonight. 
much preferred it. All right. It felt a little weird, to be honest. But what, I mean, I don't know if it's good or bad weird. What, what felt weird about it, specifically? Like, I don't know. It's just... If, like, unproduced, I guess, is the good word. But, like, obviously, like, they can't have, like, a full production in there. I don't know. It was very... Like, like I said, I, I went in and it just didn't feel real. And then, like, the fact that, like, it literally was, like, not, like, regular Big Brother that I'm used to. It's also just, like, none of this yeah, feels real. It's all going to be different. They can't just do the same old, same old. Everything's going to be different. And this is their way of making it special. An unproduced segment. <laughs> in a, in a, yeah, well, even the no, produced segments had their even the produced segments had their moments to shine tonight. You know, a la the the hallway with the with the oh. have not room that we still really haven't seen more than a second of. I think in that little in the beginning, coming back from commercial, and then it was gone. Mm -hmm. It was just like okay, uh, mm -hmm. we'll see it eventually when we finally have an edited episode. But um, I guess since we're talking about Hesco's intros, we can kind of just start at the beginning. Uh, this whole entire episode opened with a socially distant Julie. I felt like she was two football fields away when the show started. It was <laughs> right. just like I could almost hear her echo from the distance to the camera. Um, it wasn't even Julie. It was a hologram. <laughs> she's at home. She's fine. Uh, holographic Julie. She's just walking she really around. Really, truly is like a robot now. She's she really is Chinbot. Chinbot is here to I, stay. While she was saying that, like she's been tested, like it hit me that. Julia's probably under some like very serious like restraints on what she can and can't do for this season as well, just because she has to be there to host it, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Anyways. Well, moving on from that, uh, let me get my cursor out of the way over it was over my face for a second. But oh, heaven forbid. Should we talk about this first group of house guests that we were introduced, re -introduced yes. to, I should say. First group, best group. <laughs> I don't no. know about that. Um, well, maybe halfway there. But we're immediately greeted by Nicole Franzo, which I think is just so fitting to start off this all-star season. Well, uh, you know, and she's very powerful and gets what she wants. And I know that she demanded. She was like, look, I'm going to be on the show and I need you to take off the people I don't want on the show. And I need to be the first house guest introduced. And I need everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need everything. And they said, no, okay. And they uh, said, okay. You know, of course, she talked about uh, the fact that she doesn't get enough credit. She brought up, you know, winning against Paul and everyone being like, well, why the hell did I win against Paul? Uh, which is accurate. That's a very accurate statement. She said Paul was not robbed. I said, period. <laughs> uh, agree to disagree, I guess. Uh, she mentioned that she's kind of smart, kind of athletic. Uh, I, I, I really do think in a large way that Nicole is probably someone that, you know, as Julie said at the beginning of the episode, she has something to prove. Uh, and I guess she's going to have to prove that she is a deserving, you know, player amongst, you know, I mean, she's one of, she's in the top few players, uh, who have spent the most days in the big brother house cumulatively up there with Janelle, uh, as far as this cast goes, especially. And so I really do think she has to deserve to be one of those veterans that deserves to be one of the greatest that have ever played. And I feel like if she wants to prove that she's going to have to kick some ass this season. Uh, but I digress with Nicole because I'm not a huge Nicole fan, but uh, I, I'm not going to say I'm not excited to see how she Hater. performs. We're going to have to call her Nicole F though. I'm afraid uh, the, until one of the I Nicoles gets evicted. I think we should evicted. just call her Fran. Miss Fran. Coconuts. Yeah, come on Miss Fran. We can call yeah. her whatever. Uh, moving on from Nicole. 
to a total opposite of feelings with, with Danny Donato. Did you know that Danny yes, has a girl. daughter? I love Danielle Donato. Mm-hmm. I love her. And tr- she is just oh, beautiful. And let's talk for a second about, okay, so in Nicole's segment, she made She's Victor look like that. a, like she made Victor look like a schmuck. <laughs> and in Danielle's segment, the queen that she is, like put her husband up on the pedestal and made him out to be, you know, this awesome person and beautiful man that he is. And that's the difference between them. And Danielle's so much better. I like Danielle. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Me everyone too. will agree with you that Danielle is better. And I think if there is a true candidate to go into the safety suite to be confirmed safe, I think Danny's easily in the top four or five of people that we could easily see go into uh, that safety hope. suite. Yeah, for sure. But it's just like, what are we going to expect from not Danny Donato, Danny Brionis? Bri- 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 which one is it? Because oh, I'm going to get it wrong every time. Uh, <laughs> we'll call her Danny B, just like we'll call Nicole F and Nicole A. Uh, I just call her Danny Donato. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll stick with the past. Danny Donato. What are we, what are we going to expect from Danny Donato in this time around? After season eight, she's very more, I don't know, not as outgoing, more, kind of, more playing the social game and not so much playing the physical game, even though she has been a competition beast in both season eight and season 13. Season 13, mm-hmm. though, we saw a completely different person in that house where mm-hmm. she just kind of took charge, was the leader mm-hmm. of the, you know, kind of the defactors of Jeff and Jordan and Brinchel. Uh, and she went early really because of it. So are we going to see a middleman here? I mean, this is an all-star cast. She's not a returnee uh, amongst mm-hmm. newbies this time around. Are we going to see her try to play kind of the same way, but in the midst of other people that might still be bigger targets than her as opposed to season 13? What are we expecting here? I think that we're going to get not necessarily like a middle ground because I think that she's very like emotional on her season, which obviously like she's living with like her dad who... It, that's a whole mess. But I think that we're going to get, like, a very strategic, more so than, like, impulsive out of her. Because I definitely feel like in season 13, she's very impulsive and kind of... Capricious, if you will. Sorry, that was Leighton's word of the day today. <laughs> that, yes. And um, I don't know. I think that Danielle is going to be a really big contender. I mean, we all know what she's capable of. And with the um, knowledge that she has of the game, and she definitely is... One, she, out, of, out of this cast, at least, she's played more days than a lot of people. So, um, I don't and know. And played but well. Actually, actually I, mean, I don't know, because one season now is, like, two back in the day, right? I don't I don't know. It, Re- disregard it, that. Earlier seasons, you had more 70, 71-day-ish seasons. Yeah, it's not doubled, but yeah. it, it's, it, mm-hmm. it is more days. Um, it's, it, it, well, like, for instance, if if we had, like, the seasons that Kaser played he would have been jury he would have been jury if the seasons were the later seasons because we would have had a bigger jury because we had more days and more people he would have made jury so it would have been different right it was interesting uh and alex brought this up in chat hi alex um uh, that when she was talking about her dad, she just said, you know, I played with somebody, you know, referring to season eight. Uh, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, I, I mean, thought it, it was funny. If anyone keeps up with, you know, Evil Dick's Twitter, which is, you know, kind of a roller coaster in itself, 
you you know that their relationship is still a bit strained or strained. I almost said strange. Uh, it is a bit strange, but it's also a bit strained. Uh, and we've seen that in season eight, in season 13 as well. So it's kind of just like a cycle in that way. But uh, mm-hmm. no reference really specifically to her dad, which was interesting nonetheless. Uh, well, Evil Dick, when like it was everything was being speculated for Danielle to be on the season, he posted like a screenshot of him texting her, and it was like, "Hey, heard you're gonna be on the season. Wishing you good luck." And like she didn't answer, so Dick used it as like a, "Hey, like she's probably on the season. Like she didn't text me back." And I'm like, honestly, I think that even if she wasn't, she still wasn't gonna text you back. So yeah, I don't think I don't think that was confirming or denying yeah, anything. <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, he was also just very supportive of her during mm-hmm. the entire premiere episode if you just look through any of his twitter um uh, you'll see a bunch of things just you know danny related um oh look at that he said let's go danny he's a he's a good dad everyone <laughs> he's the, he's her father um uh, but yeah i i think that's an interesting tidbit to point out uh just because i i don't i don't think we'll really ever get the chance to have a reference to evil dick in any way after this season i i can't imagine anyway this could be the last time we see Evil Dick shown on screen during a Big Brother episode. Um, yeah, bye-bye. This is his swan song. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on from Danny, because we're taking forever on these. Uh, we're going to move on to Dave Vaughn. Dave Vaughn Rogers, this is her first time, or first time, third time playing. Uh, her intro didn't really give much, I think, as to how she's going to play it, nor did really anyone's which is probably the negative in them filming everything themselves and all that. Uh, she talked a lot about like loving Shakespeare. And I was like, okay, this is a weird flex, but okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And I and I also have to note every time someone has a kid, I have to note that they either have a daughter or a son so I can have the hashtag played on my mind. So Davon has a daughter, uh, but we've known this. We've been new. Um, yeah. She knows that her downfall is kind of that she talked too much the first two times that she's played, but she knows how intuitive her game is, obviously, yeah. in that people expect her to be a hothead, but this is the new Davon. It's a it's a new game, and obviously people that have watched Davon on the challenge will probably have more of an insight into kind of how her game has been altered over the years. I can't speak for Davon on the challenge, but I know, like, Daniel, you've probably watched a lot more of Davon. Yeah, she is such a, like... Big Brother Davon could not win a comp to save her life literally two seasons in a row, or I guess, yeah, in a row. And that's just not the Davon that we see on the challenge. Davon on the challenge is out in the sand, like yanking robes, taking down like challenge champions. And she's doing very well and staying fit. And I definitely think that we're going to see a whole new Davon this season. Roxy, anything on Davon before we move on to Christmas? <laughs> no. I mean, I, li- I like her. I mean, I do agree with Daniel that the challenge in and of itself is um, far more brutal, like as far as what the challenges are. And I think that will make her a better physical competitor. I hope it translates anyway. So we'll see. It's interesting because uh, we kind of have to think about the track record of some of these players that have played before. And I think Davon has one of the lesser track records in that, of course, she was the second person evicted on Big Brother 17 and then the first juror on Big Brother 18. So it's like, how much of a factor is that going to be uh, with being an early target? Are they going to look at Davon not having the best track record, in, track record in this game and say, you know, maybe we don't have to necessarily worry about her compared to someone who's won this game like Ian or a Nicole uh, 
you know, in comparison. I just wonder if that's going to become a factor at any point in how people perceive certain targets. And I wonder if she's going to have a positive, um, you know, outcome because of that. Uh, I'd like to I think, think so. I mean, at least the first few weeks, I don't think, I don't think really anybody is, why would you target her? Her track record is not great yeah. in Big Brother. I mean, it's not, so, it's, I mean, not a, it's not, it's not on David level, but it's like, it's close. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's no, I mean, and that's good for her. Like yeah. it's going to help her get a little, a little farther. I think, I mean, this first week's going to be so tricky cute Daniel um it's gonna be so tricky because which Cody's not super bright anyway so who knows what he's gonna do but um I, I think I'll probably team up with Memphis to be honest but it's they, like Julie they, was pushing for that yeah they need a bro you know they each God. need a bro that's how they play I I don't necessarily and, and, want that to be this season and Enzo is gonna be like you know what we should do <laughs> you know I have an idea I think it might yeah. work hear me out I stole it from, you know, someone else in the cast, but... Hear, hear meow. Did you see what I did there? Meow. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, transitioning from that. Um, okay, I'm just going to transition to Christmas. I thought I was going to have something to say, but I don't anymore. I think it was going to have to do with, like, a different house guest that wasn't Christmas, but we need to talk about Christmas. Uh, because, <laughs> wait, what? It's like, can we not? We're going to have to. She's important in this episode. I guess. Uh, everyone's least favorite going into the season, Christmas Abbott. Uh, we were like, surely she's not confirmed, right? But it looks like she's confirmed because, you know, she's in the house right now. I would say she's confirmed. Overwhelmingly uh, the least favorite, I would say. Yeah. Overwhelmingly the least favorite next to Franzel. Is that, would, would that be accurate? Yeah, except for Lucas, who hates Nicole Anthony. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I said I'm not. I don't hate Nicole Anthony. I was not excited for Nicole Anthony, and I stick mm -hmm. by that after watching her with everyone else in the house. Uh, Weird. Anyways, <laughs> she's too nice. She's too nice. Um, I, do I need to remind you in the diary room when she was like, Jackson, go f yourself. That's the Nicole Anthony I see when I look at. <sighs> well, if she's gonna do that every single day, then I'd be fine with it. Uh, Christmas, Christmas Abbott. She's back. She's oh. from season 19. She's back with a healed foot. And I was only slightly worried that she was going to break it again during that HOH comp. Cause that seemed like a broken foot machine. Uh, oh she now has a son. Christmas has a son. Um, we got a complete workout montage, uh, with her as well as Danny. That seemed to be like the, the consistent thing is everyone's like, I don't know what to do in these B-roll videos. So I'm just going to work out, which is probably the only thing you can do. Um, and she's ready to show everyone full throttle Christmas. Are you guys thinking that we will see a full throttle Christmas? And what will that look like? Well, I said uh, last night when we were on, on live that I hope that we do see that because, you know, the her original season, I did have high-ish hopes for her. And hoped, you know, that that she was, like, going to beast some competitions. And then, you know, she broke her foot on a piggyback ride, um, which was, like, ridiculous. But I also broke my arm falling off a children's slide once, so I really can't talk. But um, I just, I disliked her entire game. She was just, she didn't play the game. She did not play the game. She just did whatever Paul told her to. Of course, I mean, what was she going to do, honestly? She was so doped up. I don't think she knew what she was doing. So, 
if she can turn it around and she can actually, I mean, relatable, but if she can turn it around and beast these competitions and actually use some strategy and not, you know, ride coattails, I will change my mind about her. But currently, not excited to see her. But I'm willing to change my mind. We'll see. Mm-hmm. On my end, I'm going to keep it short and simple and sweet. I co-sign. Let's move on. Oh, that, <laughs> wow. That was that was the shortest and sweetest thing you've ever said. Uh, no, I, I, I guess I'll co-sign as well because I don't know what to say about Christmas other than I'm not excited that she's in the house. But I, I will say, and I texted you guys about this during the episode, that uh, her being in the same like group package as Nicole Franzel made me like Christmas a little bit more uh, because it was like the, the lesser of two people that I was not excited about seeing. Um, Wait, you're saying you... I thought you were saying that you liked Nicole more, but you like Christmas more. Yeah, because that's, what, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I knew what you meant, Barrett. Thank Yikes. You. I'm not really... <laughs> what is uh, to see Nicole? I was just like, I don't want, I don't, I don't want this again. I don't want to see her in this game again. No, like the memes were funny and everything, but now that I see her in this house, I'm just no, please no. Uh, but I don't think we'll, like Nicole in Big Brother All Stars is probably going to be different than watching Nicole in Big Brother 18, which I hated doing. Uh, so um, it'll be interesting uh, to say the least. Let's move on. Should we talk about the competition yet or should we just move on to group two? How do we, how should we group? Let's let's go through the people and then talk about the competition and how ridiculously (laughs) one-sided it was. It was one-sided. I'm going to bitch about that for a while. So let's get through the people first. Right. Am I right? All right. So um, they all go out uh, in the front of the studio with Julie, who is uh, very socially distant from them. 12 feet to be exact. Uh, they've all got their masks on. Julie's asking them questions. None of them are going well. Uh, and then Julie kind of explains the competition to them. They're each going to, they're all going to go in the house and they're going to run to the backyard. Some people did not hear the last part of that instruction right there. Um, and they're going to read a question that's on the TV about something that's in the house. They have to go find the room that it's in. They have to come back. They have to maneuver the the little, uh, the maze puzzle with their hands on you know, the levers and kind of teeter back and forth. Uh, and put a ball in the right section of the maze that is has the room located in that section. So um, that's basically the competition. So they all run in there. Everyone... Straight towards the bedroom. Yes, Christmas was one of the, the two people that unfortunately did not hear the part about run to the backyard once you get into the house um, yeah. and went straight to yeah. a bedroom. Christmas was the first to enter the house, so we're good. Yes, that's it's a good tidbit. Uh, we'll see. Well, I didn't Tamar break that curse technically. Wait, did she? I think she did. Well, it's not a big brother. It's it, a different US. Entity. Yeah, US is a different curse altogether. We'll say that. Um, <laughs> but everyone else goes to the backyard. They got to find whatever. What was it? It was the dog or whatever, the porcelain dog or something. Yeah, uh, something. they go back. Three, three porcelain dogs for yeah. the for the girls. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then they maneuver the maze and only Christmas was the one that came out on top. Um, meaning that at that point in time in the episode, she was the only one competing in the HOH competition, uh, later in the episode, which was slightly terrifying. Uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of fun to watch nonetheless. Cause I was like, you know what? 
I, I I can't already be mad at this episode. Like we we're like we have a season finally. It's all stars. I can't be mad. Like nothing that was happening in this episode technically made me mad, as opposed to watching like a regular season. And you know, like if that wobbling star issue in the HOH competition would have had it happened on a completely different season, I would have been irate probably. But it happened tonight, and I was just like, like we have a season. Like I'm just happy there's something to mm-hmm. complain about for once. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, moving on from that, we second we, group. Yeah, let's go to the second group. Okay, group two. First up, we've got the runner-up for season twenty, Tyler Crispin. Which his intro was basically just a bunch of Tangela propaganda thrown at us. Uh, but and they have a jewelry company. Yeah, did you know? Uh, who I'm, cares? I'm Which, thirty minutes before tonight's episode, Angela and Haley were live. And Angela was like, yeah, Tyler's in the shower right now. Like, da 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 And I'm like, bitch, shut up. And she was like, this is my necklace. You can get it at this website and da 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 But yeah. I'm surprised so. a link didn't pop up for their jewelry store while Tyler was nonstop talking about it. Uh, but Tyler's back in the house. I think Tyler, for some reason, watching him in this house was like the weirdest for me. Uh, I think just because seeing these new people interact with these really old people in the house. I say really old, sorry. Really that that old. was that was really offensive. The older people from older seasons in the house. It was just really weird. And seeing Tyler mixed in with like Kaser in Memphis was just like kind of like a mind blowing thing. Uh and it just he just didn't fit in the way that I thought he would fit in for someone, you know, that I thought was gonna be in the season for sure amongst anyone out of the selective house guests that we went over however long ago. Um but I just wonder how he'll even stack up. Like this he is looks different to me. His hair is more Tyler like does. his yeah, hair is like highlighted. Like, yeah, weird. It's a little brighter. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I, I was okay with that. I don't love it. I mean, okay. Let's let's look at this for a second. I mean, I I would compare cast photos, but I don't really have his other one pulled up. Uh, it's flatter. It's for sure flatter. A little bit brighter. I would say. I mean, I don't know. He's 25 so- now. The hair goes down when you get older, you know? Oh, is that the rule? I didn't know. <laughs> that's, the, that's the rule. That's the golden rule of hair. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys What do you guys think about Tyler in this game amongst everyone I think everyone he else? seemed like he was just kind of like... I don't, I don't know if he was intimidated or if he was upset that, you know, his chums weren't in the house that he thought were going to be in there. Like if right. he walked in and was like, okay, like my people aren't here. Or if he just was just like feeling out of his element or if he felt like maybe his hair was weird. I felt like his hair was weird, but um, I, he just seemed a little off kilter to me. It's interesting that you bring that up because you can imagine like Casey and Tyler specifically probably like pre-gamed so hard together and had their whole strategy laid out. And probably Josh was a part of that too because Casey and Josh were on the challenge. And um, mm-hmm. like he walks in and doesn't see <laughs> doesn't see that at all. So oh my gosh, like that, that's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, it was it was it was odd. I, I felt. Who else was in the second one? Oh, Kevin. <gasps> Kevin was in the second group, and I guess we'll go ahead and talk about him. The only other thing I wanted to say about Tyler, I think he's in an interesting position because he is one of the only two pairs in this house, correct me if I'm wrong, 
that has someone else from their original season with them, playing with them. He has Bailey, and Keisha has Memphis. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no one else. What? Janelle and Kaser. Kaser. Okay, duh. I mean, uh, Nicole Anthony Kaser. and David. And, oh, shoot. Um, I was way off on that take. Everyone, say how bad my takes are in the chat, please. Um, they will. Don't worry. Yeah, they do it anyway. Um, They're always like, Mary doesn't know what he's talking right. about. No. He's like, why do you They're let this go? I mean, technically, yeah, Ian and Janelle have played together. Kaser and Janelle have played together. Um, there's several. Can I like several. just like erase me saying what I've said for the past 30 it's seconds? Yeah. Holy, holy crap. <laughs> oh, my God. What'd you say? Who'd you say, Daniel? Davon and Nicole. Yeah, Davon and Nicole played together. Okay, mm-hmm. let's play this game. How many pairs are they're playing in this house together now? Let's count together. Okay. There's a lot. Quite, quite a few. That's. I, I want to get to Kevin. <laughs> let's talk about Kevin, someone who doesn't have a pair playing with him. Actually, no, I'm kidding. Barrett's <laughs> like, wait, what? No, oh my gosh, he's just as cute as I remember. I love him. I just, if anybody's ever been in my pocket, it's Kevin. For sure. I love him and he's a good player. He is good at the game. His social game has always been phenomenal. And he is, well, first of all, he's a fan. He was a fan of the show, like a super fan. Um, he understands this game, has always understood this game, and he has was not afraid to make big moves. I mean, he took out Big Jeff. He did take like, out Big and Jeff. And was, was not afraid to do it. And I, I was so upset he didn't win his season, but I hope people underestimate him. I, a lot of people don't remember him. Mm-hmm. Um, why? He's fantastic. Did you see him tonight? My gosh. I love him so much. He's just the cutest. And as Daniel pointed out earlier, the way that he hit the button when he <laughs> won, reenact it, Daniel. It's so it funny. It was the like... He set his thing down and like ran over with his hands like all up and then went. <laughs> He's <was laughs> like, like <laughs> right. And then was like, I was like, oh my God. Like, uh, like, like if you could what? like embody gay, like it was like that, like 10 seconds right there. <laughs> I was like, this is a lot, but I live for it. And I love that, like, I don't know if y'all saw this, but it was kind of short when they all met. Uh, Kevin and Davon had a very one of the more interesting interactions together. Davon mm-hmm. like fell to the ground, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I didn't know this was a, a duo in the making. So maybe we'll see. Uh, oh, Davon and Jason era two with Kevin as the new gay best friend. This is like so much better than that duo because it's Kevin, and I like Jason. <laughs> I love Jason Roy, but well, okay, I took it too far. I like Jason Roy, but <laughs> I everyone's like. I, oh. <laughs> love Kevin. I love him. He was on my wish list. He's fantastic. <laughs> Look at Luke. <laughs> um, Sorry. I think Kevin is, you know. <laughs> we have wheezing. <laughs> Roxy is wheezing. Lucas, Luke, <laughs> Lucas in chat, I hate your guts right now. <laughs> But I love you so much for saying that. And I'm not going to repeat it, but if you look in the chat, oh, Lord. It's an inside private joke that, Lucas, you got me. Everyone run to the chat. Um, <laughs> but just so I can have a, a word or two to speak on Kevin to redeem everything I said about the pairs in this game and the last person that we talked about, um, I think Kevin is one of the more, 
I guess, silent uh, acclaimed non-winners of in Big Brother history, I feel like. Because if you go back to Big Brother 11 and you rewatch it, you're going to realize very quickly that like Kevin was going to be the winner of that season and it wasn't even going to be close. Everyone thought that he was going to win. He uh, should have won. And it's one of the more tragic things because, you know, you get down to the final six or final seven and Natalie and Kevin are both kind of pinned against the ropes and they realize that they have to fabricate some stuff to mm-hmm. make sure that they're not immediately targeted. So they come up with this big lie that Russell uh, is targeting Jeff if he gets the chance. And that pretty much, you know, speed rails his way to the final three with Natalie and Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's just so tragic that he gets down to the final HOH and loses to Jordan Lloyd and of all like people. A, on a tie. And not only that, Kevin sold that lie. Like, I mean, he sold it. It was, it was so good. And just, he's just the best. I love him so. I'm very excited for Kevin. And he was someone that I know me and you, Roxy, both, we, we, we really put, yeah, we put him on our wish list. We, but we never, I don't think we ever really thought that was like a possibility. Like we could never imagine Kevin Campbell on an all-star season. Like we could never (laughs) see CBS bringing back someone from BB 11. Like, no, that's, that's too crazy. Uh, I mean, I figure if they bring anybody back, I mean, it's obviously Jeff or Jordan, like they're not going to, you know, I, I was shocked when Kevin's name started floating around, but I feel like I manifested it. I feel like I did this for the people. You did it. It was all you. (laughs) It's it's amazing what you've done, Roxy. I mean, I am nothing short of amazing. This is true. We've established that already, but I mean, Kevin, all right. Who else was in that group? Cause I really wasn't watching anyone, but Kevin. <laughs> well, Tyler, Memphis, right? No, oh, yeah. we have, we have Ian and we have Enzo as the other two in this group. Uh, let's hit on Ian a little bit. Uh, obviously Ian Terry the winner of big brother 14 is back. He's a little bit older. He's not a kid anymore. Everyone. Um, and he, he has great hair. That's the thing. Yeah. He's got a real job. He's got a girlfriend. He's got the gray hair. Uh, yeah, it's just, I, that was shocking to me. But only 29 years old, but he is coming to this game trying to play dumb. He says he wants to be in hibernation for yeah. a little bit in this game. And obviously, he did not do that once he finally got in the house. That was immediately <laughs> tossed out the window, I think. Uh, but he, he brought up his competitiveness in BB14. He always had to win. Uh, he, of course, he had to throw out the fact that he beat Dan in a 6-1 to one vote. Uh, which is another arguable one uh, that I bet we could probably spend a whole podcast debating, but but we're not. Yep, yeah, but we're not going to. And he's back in this house, and he's someone that I've always wanted to see come back and play a second time because one, I think he's one of the few people that invested in this game so much leading up to actually being able to play it uh, mm-hmm. to the point where it paid off tremendously for him. Like he's the best example of a super fan, and it was just fascinating to watch him plan out everything that went down in the season. Obviously you can't plan for a Dan's funeral or a uh, Danielle Murphy jaw drop moment. But other than that, he planned around a bunch of things and really set himself up in the game with his own doing. Um, and I'm really excited to see him play again. How can he play? Like He's ridiculous. I'm going to play dumb. We all know you're a freaking genius, Ian. Yeah. You're a genius. I mean, he's a, He's such a great strategist anyway. And if you've ever listened to him, um, like I know he's done um, shows, like a Dick at Night show with, with um, Evil Dick several, many times. And uh-huh. he's he's very smart about Ooh. this game. He's Wait, very smart. That would be a little, I know him and Dick are really good friends. 
would that be like a weird thing for Danielle? I, I don't think so it. because Danielle doesn't have like she is friendly with people who are also fr- like she's not going to hold that against him. Um, uh-huh. And Ian, I'm, I mean, I don't think it'll be weird, but um, how cute was Ian that he was excited all over again about being on slop? He loves everything about this game and he just something about Ian just makes my heart sore i just think he's precious even with his little tuft of gray hair he's just precious (laughs) uh yeah obviously ian is someone that i said last night that i was probably the most excited for uh just because i didn't really see him ever playing the game again and even just a month ago we had evil dick tweeting like he's he's got this new job he's not gonna play again uh yeah he said he was never gonna play again and here he is He's on the show, and I am more than happy to watch him play again, and hopefully he doesn't get targeted too early because I don't think he's going to make it into this safety suite. I don't think he's one of those people. Uh, so hopefully him being on yeah. slot maybe pays off for him for a week. Maybe. Bye, uh, See you later. Dennis, Dennis in chat, who actually happens to be my brother, and he's famous. My brother is um, far more famous than I am. But anyway, he's just not as cool. <laughs> he said he thinks Ian's going to go home early. And I do think that might be a possibility just because he is, everybody knows he's smart, strategic. He won against freaking Dan. Um, Under I, I think he could possibly be in trouble. I think my brother, as smart as he is, not as smart as I am, um, might be right about that. I don't know. We'll see. I'm anxious. I hope not. I hope that's not what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, and if I had to give my expert opinion, I think one of these 16 house guests, I hate to say it, they're going to go home early. And I hate to be the one that, you know, puts that prediction out there, but it might happen. Someone said in the chat, uh, Hunter, maybe he stepped on that one wobbly star twice to make the other house guests think he's dumb. Wait, what? Remember in the competition where he had to run across the stars, he stepped on like the same star twice that like was wobbly. I wondered that too. Yeah. And acted like he for like, he didn't step on it. He didn't step on it the first time, but he stepped on it the second time. He made it through. That was Ian that did that? Yeah. Yeah. The second time that he went, he stepped on the wobbly one when he avoided it the first time. Oh, oh, okay. And I wondered, I also wondered that. Did he do that intentionally? uh, Nicole stepped on it twice though, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Okay. yeah, she stepped on it, and then she stepped on it again. Like, honey. Which was, I was like, baby, girl. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll wrap up group two with Enzo, who uh, is. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna make an assumption. I was gonna say he's the oldest person on the cast. I think he is, but now I'm scared to say anything Kaser, anymore. Maybe. No, Kaser is 39. Enzo is 42. Enzo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kaser actually turns 40 in a few days. Um, mm-hmm. Leo's birthday, the new the it thing. There's a lot of Leos <laughs> on the cast. Uh, how old is Janelle? She's the only other person I think that could be older. She is young, hung, and clearly she's forty. Okay, so Enzo, yes, is the oldest person on this cast. I can say that confidently. I'm gonna wait. Leave. How old is Kaser? Uh, thirty-nine. Janelle's older than Kaser. She is about a year. It's. I mean. Wait, why did I think what does that not blow anyone else's mind in chat? Like, why did I think Kaser was like a whole like five to ten years older than than? I mean, you oh also thought Memphis was eighty at the beginning of this. 
<laughs> I was joking. Yeah, that picture that Dan posted of Jerry today was actually just Memphis. Uh, Keisha's 42. Dang it. Well, now I'm going to have to do some birthdays. Oh, well. I'll say Enzo's the oldest, um, just for the sake of saying he's mm-hmm. the oldest. It doesn't matter. Uh, just know that the Meow Meow's back, and he is ripped now. I think that's what he wanted. Yeah. That's the point he wanted to get across. He's ripped. He's divorced. He's living in a three-story house with his mom uh, and his kids. And was there other people? That, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, he brought up, of course, the brigade. He and everything that he made beautiful on Big Brother Twelve, and that was about it. Um, I don't have anything else to say about Enzo other than because he's all social game. There's really nothing to really point out. I don't think he's going to go out and he's going to win a bunch of competitions. Like, I don't think he's going to change his game that way. It's just going to magically happen for him. I think we're going to see the same Enzo. You think he's going pre-jury? Yes. I mean, I could see that, but I could see everyone in this house potentially going pre-jury. If you look at Enzo's game last time though, I mean, and he did have a, he did have a good social game, but he couldn't win. Like when Enzo did his opening packet and he was like, I didn't win a lot. And I'm like, dude, you won one thing. You won one thing. Yeah, you sure didn't win a lot of competitions. <laughs> like he didn't win anything. So what he kind won, of a threat he, is he? He won Otev. And even that for some reason is and controversial. Yeah, he cheated. Well, he, he cheated. Tack- he, tackled Reagan. he tackled Reagan. Okay. How dare you do that to Reagan, Enzo? It was a very James Ryan moment. You assaulted me with my finger. <laughs> I just broke a nail. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> group two goes in, into the house. They compete. Ian is the first to finish in the competition. Kevin is the second. Uh, we already went over that Kevin was one of the people to finish. But then we have, so we have three people in HBH at this point. Let's move on to group three. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Um, More than. Uh, can we all agree this is the best group? Group three? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, first up was Janelle, who, like, popped up on camera in a very, like, non-Janelle uh, way at first. She was just like, hi, I'm Janelle from Big Brother 6 and 7. I was like, wow, are you? Are you sure? You want to <laughs> you wanna do that with a little bit more pep next time, Janelle? Uh, but, of course, kind of just went into her highlight reel of everything that she's done in the past. And we are all familiar with Janelle. We all know what Janelle can do. Third place, Big Brother Six. Third place, Big Brother All Stars. And I'm upset that they didn't include like her iconic one-liners. Like I feel like we could have gotten a golden bitch or bye bye bitches or Jennifer or you know like there's a lot that could have happened. You can't show they bias. Really they didn't show a bunch of other one-liners. I mean, right. Daniel acts as if Janelle's the only person who's ever had any one-liners. He's like, um, why did Janelle not get any special treatment? Why did they only spend the same amount of time on her as they did on everyone else? Why didn't she get extra time? This is so unfair. Janelle is the queen. You know why it didn't happen? Because Nicole Franzel said it couldn't. That's why. Anyways. <laughs> Nicole has a lot of people pressed. She's like the ice queen of the season. I'm here for it. You know what they uh, omitted yeah. from Janelle's intro? Anyone notice? They, wait, season wait, 14. They omitted season 14. Completely. Anyways. <laughs> she didn't play in season 14? Yeah. I swear. She I swear she didn't play. Uh, My brother in chat, which really upset Lucas, pointed out that Janelle is not going 
to uh, possibly not be um, the same type of physical player that she has been in the past. I mean, she wasn't the same type of physical player in 14 as she was in the past and that she was going to have to rely um, on a social game a lot more than she has in the past, which, I mean, honestly was part of her downfall in season 14. So I hope that she did learn from season 14 and that she comes back with a vengeance this time. Cause I mean, come on, it's Janelle. She is the queen. This is true. I mean, I know I give Danielle, uh, Danielle, Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I just got fancy with your name, Junebug. Sorry. I know mm-hmm. I give Daniel crap about Janelle all the time, but I mean, she is the queen. But my brother's right. She is most likely going to have to rely on a social game. And <laughs> as Daniel just pointed out with all of her one liners, it's not really been like her greatest asset in this game to date. So we love her but she usually makes other people in the house quite angry with her. <laughs> um, because they're jealous of her. I'm sorry, Big Brother 7 was pure jealousy. I mean, and one thing that I don't like <laughs> is everyone is like, Janelle is a woman hater. Janelle doesn't work with women because the women want to be her and then are jealous of her. I mean, if you look at Big Brother 7. I do think that's true. They, a lot of people are jealous of her. I'm jealous of her. <laughs> just her best friend but i'm just i'm just like she's not a woman hater women hate her so she has no option but to work with who she can so let's move on actually let's not i could talk about this a little bit longer <laughs> why do you right, let's you, move on <laughs> oh and i think did we mention this earlier how she was this close to being moving on to the hoh oh no we mentioned it production i have a problem no we're gonna talk uh, about that not yet not yet we we're gonna talk about that calm okay. down Okay, okay. Don't you roll, don't roll your eyes at me. He's good. I'm not. I'm just uh, okay. go, go back and rest on your wallpaper like you were earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, okay. Yeah, obviously, um, I guess Janelle is also paired up with Kaser in a previous season and also paired up with Ian in a previous season, which is something that you guys left out um earlier. I can't I can't believe you guys couldn't remember the pairs. Um but we moving, did say that. What are you talking about? I'm pretty sure you guys talked about that. Uh, moving on to Bailey. <laughs> Bailey Dayton. Uh, for sure, a Big Brother 20. She, she looked beautiful tonight. She did. I think that she has like the best glow up, I might say. I didn't Even really I didn't really have any notes for Bailey. Uh, I think partly just because she's so recent that I'm like, I don't really need to say anything about Bailey. Uh, other than when Swaggy C had that little clip where he was just like, that's my wife. And I just thought that was really funny to note. So I noted it. Um, mm-hmm. But she was like, I'm not going to be able to be in a showmance. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. That was hilarious, actually. What do you guys no. see? What do you guys see Bailey standing amongst this house right now? I love I'm loving Bailey's position. I don't think that she is someone. I mean, I think that from her season, like just looking at it, she looks like a loyal player, a someone who was, was honest in the game. She doesn't have this, like, huge strategic background. Like, no one's going to be intimidating her on really any field, physical, uh, strategic, or social. So I think that she's going to be able to fall back. But what's different this season is she's going to be, what does she say, like, backstabbing Bay or whatever she said. So she's definitely going to have that cutthroat energy this season. But I think she'll be able to mask it with, like, her perception. Huh? She's going to mask it with her perception? Is that, like, her perfume 
You don't know what a perception is? I know what a perception is. I'm wondering if you know what a perception is. Yes, like she's going to hide behind like this who people think she is. Do you mean like perspiration? I made sense, goddammit. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) Uh, Dana, you can say what you want. I don't really care. I love it. She's got a chip on her shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) No, a chip on the... Let's not. Let's not. I'm correct. I think the real question uh, is, 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 is anything gonna, in regards to Bailey going to be consumed uh, this summer in the Big Brother house? What? You guys don't remember this. I, guys, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I like zoned out for a half second. What did you say? Never mind. Remember Daniel, when... Okay. Okay. Daniel, one day you'll figure out what I mean. I bet the people in chat know what I'm exactly what I'm talking about right now. They know the callback. Okay. Moving on from Bailey, we have Nicole Anthony, everyone's favorite and then suddenly not favorite anymore. Uh, I mean, she's still precious. I love her. I think that I honestly think that's why all of her fans have shifted now that all these other all-stars are in place. Everyone's like, Nicole Anthony is not going to keep up. She's not. She can't do it. There's no way. Am I right or am I wrong? (laughs) Uh, I mean, you're 100% right. right. You're, You're right. She just, <laughs> when she fell and apologized, I mean, she did curse. I think that's what she was apologizing for. But yeah. Mm. I was like, oh, bless. Precious Nicole. There she is. That's her in all her glory. Her intro video was mostly like hula hooping. So if that says anything about Nicole Anthony. And her dad's birdhouses. Yeah, her dad's birdhouses. And she's like mm-hmm. covering reality TV now with a podcast. Like, yeah, what a weirdo. Reality Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she is not well. She is weird, but I love it. It's a good weird. I'm making. I'm making. Yeah. I'm being so. I'm making a joke because we, we do the same thing, Roxy. No, I'm, I got your joke. I Apparently, didn't think it was you funny. did it. Okay, that's fine too. You don't have I to. Thought it, her lower third said like podcast co-host, and I'm like, wow, like felt that relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I think people were also getting a little bit annoyed with Nicole because she kept like posting videos on Twitter leading up to the premiere as if she wasn't on the season. And obviously, I mean, she pre-planned these weeks ago, I'm sure, but it, it just kept like happening. Like there kept being like one hour until the premiere. Guys, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see who the house guests are. And everyone was just like, please, God, stop this. It was like right. people thought Dom pretending to be Danny was funny, but everyone thinks Nicole oh pretending to be herself is not very funny. It was overkill after like the 50th video. Yeah. Dom so. pretending to be Danny was absolutely hilarious because he called himself cute. Yeah. He's not wrong. He is very cute. But it was funny to me. Like, babe, you're so cheesy and cute. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> don't. <laughs> right. So funny. People in chat are saying, like, the underdog thing worked for Nicole the first time. And it is not going to work for her this time. I mean, I would agree. I think I think she is, um, like, a teeny tiny fish in a giant pond this time. And... Um, it's just going to be different and she's either going to have to get aggressive or go home. Those are her choices. Uh I mean, and I still think she's precious, but I think that's what's going to happen. So I agree chat. Right. Thank you, chat. Uh, last person in group three is Keisha. Uh, Keisha Martin. She had a birthday once. I don't know if you guys knew this, but one time she did have a birthday and it was pretty electric. Um, but now, yeah, there was cake involved and everybody Mm -hmm. wanted it. I think. 
Uh, actually, I'm not sure. Did, did did anybody want cake? Uh, <laughs> Anyone I don't want remember. cake? Why? Want why? Cake? I wish we had Libra. It, that made me sad that we didn't have Libra. But you know, I don't remember if anyone had cake or not. But it was so great. <laughs> so many great players from that season. I wish. Mm-hmm. Like, can we just have all of that season back? Round two. Yes. Uh, I wish. Uh, but. Keisha did mention that she was too trusting of certain players. Her first go around that being Dan in Memphis, uh, which I think is setting up some baggage. Uh, hopefully, mm-hmm. I really hope that there is some talks that we get to see regarding Big Brother Ten, which I'm sure, like it's been twelve years, which I'm sure they've talked about it plenty. Like I'm sure they've they have. I but mean, still, come on, you're playing a game again. Are you going to trust him again? Yeah, I just want to bring it up again. Like I don't know what how they're going to play this game because. Besides Janelle and Kaser and technically Danny, they're the oldest people to like. They're the mo- they're one of the most old school people to come into this game, uh, and I hate that we're even like referring to this. <laughs> they're so mad at you. Did you call? I didn't even notice. What did you say? Keisha's last name was. Did I say Keisha Martin? Yeah, that's not her <laughs> yeah. last name. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. <laughs> Smith. Keisha Smith. Keisha Smith her last name. I know a Keisha Martin out there, and I'm sorry, Keisha. Uh, and I'm also sorry, Keisha Smith, that's in the house. Everyone can hate me for notice, everything. But, but I do, yeah, they're saying it's Keisha Smith. Let's keep um, the tally of like how many things wrong I can get in one podcast. One, the amount of pairs that originally played together. Two, the age of Keisha, and now the last name of Keisha. Let's just keep the tally going. We'll, we'll, we'll make like a board at the end of the podcast and be like, this is everything that Barrett messed up tonight and we'll have a grand old time. How about that? We can do it. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's fine. I've never gotten a hundred percent of anything. Look, Uh, I didn't even notice that you said it. So good catch, uh, chat. It was Tristan actually that I think called it. You guys are smart people. Um, so (laughs) Carl says you're at 16 right now. But anyway. <laughs> I see you, Carl. Uh, but what else was I even going to say about Keisha? I got so many things wrong. She's that... amazing. Yes. Um, Keisha loved, I think Keisha's was my favorite like intro package. Mm-hmm. She was like in the beach and she was just like, like it's the same Keisha. Yeah, I mean, yes, it is technically the same Keisha and whose last what, name is definitely I, Smith. What did she do? I missed it. She was, did... Her package was like, remember she was like in the pool and she was like floating on her floaties and then like in the little hot tub and, and her bikini. And I was like living for it. Yeah, Daniel, you buffered I re- a little I bit. Actually, I, I really did. Dan- I, Barrett missed it though. Yeah, Daniel, you buffered a little bit. Can you do that one more time? What? Like what did, what did, what did you say her intro package looked like? Are, are y'all trolling me? No. You were buffering. Yeah, you were buffering. Can you just do that one more time? You're like Chimbot, but first, but, 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 but first. (laughs) She was like in her, she was at the pool on the floaties in her bikini and the hot tub and like living her best life. Oh, okay. That's what she did. Uh, Thank you, Daniel. Uh, I was like, wait. (laughs) She thinks people that are going to perceive her as a weak player in this game. Um, I don't necessarily. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that, but... um, if she wants to go that route, she can. Uh, but other than that, I don't know how much else I have to say about Keisha Smith, whose last name is definitely Smith and only Smith. It only ever has been Smith. Um, I'm a miss. Yeah. I, I, I'll move on to the competition. 
we already talked about Janelle being so close to to almost completing that and yet again uh the women group had to go exactly to the far corner of this entire maze in order uh, to even have a chance to compete in the hoh whereas both guy groups had to go right in the middle (laughs) and to the right what roxy daniel just called me a freak in chat (laughs) in chat daniel that's so meta i asked I asked Chat how many times do you think we could get Daniel to reenact Keisha's intro package? <laughs> um, yeah, I was so aggravated about this competition. Why? Is it because everybody knows that the girls this season are so, like, way better than the boys? And... Or is it just that Grodner likes to play favorites and boys are her favorites? Like Grodner is a freak. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, look, I want to get Kyle's one day. Let me pipe it down in a second. Um, I it was just ridiculous. I mean, for those who weren't paying close attention, there was a huge board and it was pretty long and there was a lot of like curves and a lot of what is that like um, hall little hallways and like the plexiglass maze. Yes, it was a big maze. And the fact that the boys were to get in the middle or, like, closer yeah, to the front. They had to do half the work to get to be able to compete in the HOH. And right. there's right in the center. The girls, they had to go all the way across the board in the bottom right corner. There's no, like, walls. There's no barriers at the edge of it. It was so much harder for a girl to be able to get to the end than for a boy. And I'm like, right. And they were given the same amount of time, four minutes. And I think the biggest thing, like I could maybe see if they put it at the end, but there's no walls at the end of that, like maze. So it's just ridiculous. Like you cannot expect someone male or female to complete that at the same amount of time and have, that's why we only had, what was it? Two girls in the, Two was it two or three? Um, it was just two, right? Nicole and Christmas. That's the only two people. Like that's ridiculous. I'm so pissed about it. And Janelle would have won. Sorry, Janelle was doing so good. I'm just looking at this picture of like a, picture a, of a, Memphis. Dead, a dead Memphis on the. On the this floor is lying there. Did Nicole? She was like. I know. She was trying not to laugh. Actually, she was probably busy casting spells, according to Andy. For <laughs> Memphis Fall. Like, oh <laughs> I'm oh just, ugh. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here other than, because uh, we talked about that. I guess we're just going to go to group four. The final group. The final four people we can talk about leading up to the actual HOH comp. Um so, Kaser is the first one up, uh, tied for the you know the longest vet in this game. He has a son. Kaser has a son. Did you know that? Um, uh, and he's ready to make jury this time. He's absolutely. I, I think he can do it. I think this is like you know third time's the charm. Really, actually, technically fourth time. This is his fourth chance. If we're really going by evictions with Kaser and not by seasons, uh, but uh, Kaser is one of those people that I don't really know like. I don't know what to predict with his game because he's going to be Janelle's minion. Period. See, I don't even know if Janelle is like going to be in control of this house. That's like, that's the weird thing. Uh, okay. You're going to upset Daniel and he's going to cry again. It's kind of, of on purpose. Just said. 
Anyways, no, Janelle, I feel like is in a decent spot. Um, Cody, why the hell aren't you following her? That's very alarming to me. And oh Cody, God. I swear to God, if you dare put a finger on her, week one, you will have another thing coming when you follow her week two and you look at Twitter. Anyways. She's going to the safety suite. We all know it. We don't have to pretend like she's not. She better. Everyone cast votes only for Janelle. I feel uh, like currently Cody is very worried about what you just said. Yeah. He's just, very concerned. Okay. Who in their right mind wouldn't target Janelle week one? Like, that's so boring. He could very well have a pregame alliance with Janelle. You don't know this. He better. He not know. He better. Everybody in that house better be aligned with her or <laughs> Daniel is rioting. Do you hear me? Anyway. I'm I'm not here for this. Uh, anything else on Kaser? Because even though you guys didn't talk about Kaser at all just now, I mean, no, I I, I like I Kaser. Him. I mean, he yeah. Listen, he's so easy hot. on the eyes. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yum me. Marcellus I've always been a I fan. Think you, I think you like. I really thought I was gonna have like David as my pick for the hottest guy, but I think it might be Kaser. It's he's always just, been Kaser. For like, listen. Right. Mm. I've been I've been watching for a long time, and Kaser <laughs> is by far the best looking house guest that I think we've ever had. Like he's he's good looking. He's a good looking he's fella. Definitely like an acquired taste, though. I feel like not the majority of people would agree with us on that. You know what I mean? I, I mean, look, the majority of people can be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing: Is Kaser going to make it to jury? That's the big question. You better. I think he has a shot at making it, but I mean, it's it's really hard to say until after the feeds come on and we see who's working with who, because we're just trying to base all of this off past seasons and who played how in past seasons, and it's just really not indicative of how they're going to play this season. It's just hard to say. That's the weird thing is with tonight, we're going to get the feeds on, and we probably won't have anybody specifically working together yet, because we're so used to having the feeds on day seven eight what do we what do we usually get them on yeah about a weekend they're usually in the house about a week before we see them and just so it's so it's going to be weird to see everyone kind of still probably teetering around that question of finally like talking game or anything uh if anything maybe we'll see cody talk game but i just don't i don't know where everyone else's heads are going to be at if we're even going to get like an inkling of that who knows who pre-gamed and all of that like we just don't know so i really honestly I mean, we could speculate all we wanted, but we're inherently wrong about such things. So I see no need to do that. Um, Let's just talk one more time about how good looking Kaser is. Okay. Let's let's move on from Kaser and go on to Cody Calafuri, uh, season 16's runner up. He's Uh, also very pretty. He is very pretty. Um, He can't, yeah, he's the HOH now. He can't use that prettiness to flirt, though, this time because he's in a relationship of four years. So. Christine is sweating. I, I think that flirt, flirting, flirtation, whatever the word is, I think that it's like, for example, Parvati and Winners at War. He can use his perception. Shut up, Roxy. I think that Parvati, Winners at War, like she was still like her same flirtatious self. I just doesn't like flirt. Flirting doesn't always have to be sexual. You can just like be drawn to someone and have that like energy exude you. You know what I mean? Like, no, I think that's true. I do know what you so, mean, actually. Like, As a person who was voted biggest flirt every year in school, I agree. <laughs> I think this is true. 
I was also class clown in Wittiest, but hmm, my parents I mean, are so proud. Clown part. Huh? <laughs> I said clown. I get the clown part. Yeah, clown. my brother was like wow. most likely to succeed, like most studious. Like he was probably like, you know, dumb things like that. I, I know he was those things. <laughs> Not me. I didn't get those awards. <laughs> My parents were like, this is my son. He's amazing. And that's my daughter. Biggest flirt and then over there. <laughs> She's okay. <laughs> we like her sometimes. Right. <laughs> uh, no, I do think Daniel's right, though. You can still flirt. Okay. Well, maybe we'll see it. I don't know with who, but maybe we'll see it. Maybe we won't. I don't really care either way. It doesn't, if it, I don't think it's going to affect his HOH that much. Um, no, I don't think so either. Not at all. But Cody really wanted to make a point that he wasn't a puppet. Season 16. Try to convince yourself of that, Cody. That's fine. I mean, uh, okay. Derek literally had his hand all the way up your ass right. and was puppeting you, but okay. I feel like... Wait. It's important to look at Derek's ass and Victoria's hand up his ass. So it was like... <laughs> Like a... Have you been talking to Mark? Daniel, Has Mark convinced you of this? Stop no. it. Stop it right now. My mom, we love her. <sighs> she, she cameoed in this. You know, I heard that CBS tried to pay $3 million to have her on this season, but she declined because... Um, you miss her. They paid her to not come on the season. <laughs> no. They tried to pay her $3 million and she said, I'll do $40 million. And they said, sure, but then she still declined. So um, we're just really robbed of this moment, to be honest. And I would just like to give her her accolades, and she should really be the one here tonight. All right. Well, moving on from that, I just want to say that going back to Cody not being Derek's puppet, I think he kind of confirmed it himself, ironically, in a way that he was Derek's puppet (laughs) in the little live DR uh, that they had after he won HOH, which can I just say how refreshing it was yes. to hear to hear Julie say, not only to have a live DR, but to hear Julie finally say the phrase, the house guests cannot hear you, so feel free to speak your mind. How long has it been since we've heard that? It's been years, and I hope that we get those all season because I have missed those far more than the key will. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Listen, I don't I'll even miss the key. About- I don't miss the key wheel. I miss people knowing like the 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 order of of safety. That's all I miss. Like you can do it however you want to, but I like to see the order of safety because people then speculate and get paranoid. I think I'm but- wrong. That happened in BB sixteen when they changed it because of Battle of the Block, because it wouldn't make sense to like reveal keys that way, which is so dumb. After Battle of the Block ended, we should have got it back, period. Oh, fan favorite battle of the block. No. I, it was so just amazing to me when that happened. And I was like, Julie's going to talk to the HOH privately and we're going to get his thoughts. What? Yeah. And then he didn't really have much to say. No, other than he just confirmed that he, because Julie asked him the question, you know, what's it going to be like to play with Derek? Is it going to be, or without Derek, is it going to be hard? And he was like, oh yeah, it's going to be so hard. You know, I used to play like emotionally and, you know, and he would always be the strategic one and I would go to him with my thoughts and he would kind of keep me in line. And I was like, you're just saying that you're the puppet. You just went through your whole intro videos talking about how you weren't Derek's puppet. And it was like an actual duo. And then you just confirmed it right there that you could not have played the same game or even come close to winning without Derek because you were emotional. And I was just like, ah, Cody, what are you doing? Uh, but I get everyone's adrenaline was running. It's the first night of an all-star season. I think that's also partly why no one could win that HOH comp, 
even if they want really want to are not hoh comp but the first competition whatever the pre hoh comp is that what you want to call it is that what we, is that what we yeah can, the pre the yeah, pre comp the, the hoh <laughs> qualifier uh or some sort uh big shit i had to put up with yeah anyway the rigged shit comp we'll call it that uh i don't even know the official <laughs> name but what, i mean it was it was so unfair <laughs> it was so it was so biased towards the men well, speak, well speaking of the men we have two more to go over even though we've been talking yeah. about the cast for over an hour now uh we have memphis garrett and we've mentioned memphis a little bit he has a son not a grandson everyone a regular son uh and he, you know, kind of went through Big Brother 10 and said he was playing checkers while Dan was playing chess. And it's kind of a similar situation with Cody, but not exactly the same. I mean, we have two different... I, I think Memphis did himself a disservice with that statement, to be honest with you. Because Cody really was very puppeted. Memphis, while he's nowhere near the player that Dan is, he did do a lot of the dirty work and did do a lot in the game and make decisions with Dan. Like, I feel like he was a more integral part of that duo. I feel like it was a true duo, whereas Daniel, I mean, what? Whereas Derek and how dare you compare me to him? (laughs) I feel like Derek and Cody weren't so much a duo as, uh, you know, a puppeteer and a puppet yeah i feel like they were like memphis and dan were more partners right so i I feel like he i mean yeah he's not the game player i guess that was his intent right we we kind of we talked about about that a lot last night too so we don't have to delve too deep into that uh i just know we kind of disagreed with daniel because i mean not really disagreed it's just kind of daniel was comparing cody to memphis and even julie was comparing cody to memphis tonight when they're like which duo was the better duo and they were through their mask were just like Rutgers. like it just it, that didn't work either none of the questions julie <laughs> asked really played tonight and that was kind of awkward but like i still live for that just like the mm-hmm. whole have not room situation that we, <laughs> god that was what a disaster that was a nightmare like the show just kept getting more and more nightmarish as the as it went on and it was better and better to me like i'm maybe obi's nightmare power is gonna pop up obi's uh, obi's nightmare power obi 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 uh yeah eventually that thing's gonna come through like I'm, down the line that nightmare power is gonna come into play and we're gonna be shocked gonna be shocked Jack wants us to um and i actually mentioned this to you guys earlier and i don't want to forget to do it so i'm gonna say it now jack and chat wants us to acknowledge danny's comment at the very end when she said i'm surprised that uh dan and derek are in the house and then um the all-knowing all-powerful uh fran um nicole franzel said oh me too but i'm glad they're not and i'm thinking yeah i wonder why they're not here nicole just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. I don't really believe that. I'm just kidding. That didn't really happen. But I did think that was funny that that occurred. And thank you, Jack, for reminding us to say that. Yeah. Um. I I need to get the exact quote. Uh, I'm looking at Duke the Duck's tweet right now, and it says that I'm surprised the combination of him and Derek, neither of them are here. Uh. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't. I don't really. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, she's just referencing Derek and Dan. I'm trying to see what Nicole exactly said in response. But yeah, that was really interesting. 
and at least we have like a little bit of a tidbit of somewhat uh, not, not, like not necessarily first strategy talk, right? yeah not necessarily game talk but it was nice seeing like those three in the bathroom together it's like ooh, this this could are they gonna do something are they gonna do something? And, like, i, I know, it's know. Like, and I, like two Imagine minutes into the game is something gonna happen like, Right, Memphis was just like a three till the end. Let's do this. And then he was like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. yeah. Memphis hit the ground That's a little. Happened. Memphis hit the ground a little too hard earlier, and he's completely lost it. I don't know if anyone saw, but Memphis died in the HO. I mean, talk. he's concussed. He's concussed. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't even know he's playing the game now. This is the moment that Memphis died, and now Ghost Memphis is playing the game for him. <laughs> And God bless. He <laughs> fell all over that map. This was worse than when Brittany Haynes couldn't stay on the slippery wiener. My gosh. First HOH comp. Was, is there anything phallic awful. about this HOH comp? I mean, do we not have a phallic object? Right. I was so shocked that this, that everybody knows that the first HOH comp of the season, you have to hold on to a phallic object. What are you playing at, big brother? <laughs> There's nothing phallic at all about this. We were just stepping on things. Uh, thank you, that... th thank you, John, for tweeting this out. I, I this is like my favorite. This is the tweet of the night for me. Honestly, <laughs> it is so funny. Poor Memphis. I mean, my gosh, he did just. I mean, he he got up and kept trying. I'll give him that. Yeah. He's falling for Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last person we're going to talk about in this cast is David and David's probably someone that we can say the least amount or maybe the most about, depending on how you think of the situation that he's in. Uh, his whole intro video was about going for Zen. He's going to play the social game. And I was like, it took a while for them to, you know, mention that he actually never has played the game. Uh, but they eventually got to that point. And of course they had to show the clip again, which I hated seeing of him finding out that he was the last person out of that room in the first day of BB 21 and being told that he was out of the game. Um, obviously he gets to come back in the game for a little bit to be in a camp comeback scenario, but it was solely, you know, he didn't really have any shining moments per se. I don't think other than the peanut butter and jelly song. And then we kind of got glimpses of kind of how he would have played if he was actually in the game. And they, they even showed a little bit of that with him telling Kat that there were alliances in the house. When Kat was like, there's no alliances. What are you talking about? Um, uh, that was my best cat impression I could do, by the way. And so I, mean, I thought she was here for a second. It was yeah. uncanny. Uh, she's got a I podcast said, now. Cat? And then I was like, uh, no, she's buried. Yeah, it's just me. Uh, common misconception. I'm not Catherine Dunn. I'm setting the record straight right now, everyone in chat. You guys keep Brian saying Fitch. it. I promise I am not Catherine Dunn. Stop. Quit asking. Yeah. <laughs> Quit asking. Um, oh my gosh. Something is behind. <laughs> the wind <laughs> is blowing in Daniel's room. <laughs> Ladies and <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Glenn Garcia. He rips down the wallpaper, and there he is. <laughs> All right. So, what else? What do we have? We have David. We have David. Anything you want to add to David being in this well, game? Well, I mean, his whole package was like, what are you going to say? He didn't play the game. I mean, he he's, he's very nice to look at. Yes. I think he's, Daniel, you've got to stop. I think that he's, um, I think he has great potential. I can't, I can't concentrate right now. <laughs> I can't either. That's can't. why, that's why I took him off the screen. Cause I can't, it's I can't do anything. Oh my God. Stop. Oh, yeah. you, you don't get airtime when you do this, Daniel. I'm sorry. 
I just, I can't, I can't deal with Daniel right now. Daniel, say something about David and I'll bring you back, please. He's like so hot. Say something like, I don't know, something that's (laughs) not that. David is an all-star and anyone who says he isn't is a freak. Did you like, did you like down some Hennessy in the last 30 seconds and I just didn't see it? Like, or... (laughs) <laughs> down some Hennessy. Anyway, David, there's not a lot of content that we're dealing with. I mean, he. I, I loved. Okay, I loved the clip where um it showed him and Cat talking, and Cat was like, "There aren't any alliances," and he was like, "Yeah, there are. You just aren't in them." <laughs> I like that. Right. Yeah. That's that's one that's one of my favorite David moments. I just I just mentioned that along with his peanut butter and jelly song. Mm-hmm. Um, not the peanut butter and jelly song, but his peanut paper. butter jelly top. Not yeah. that one. Not that one. There you go. There you go. Sorry. Okay. Uh, did you know that the the artist of that song died in like a shootout? <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! I yeah. did not know that. And, yeah. Anyway, little tidbit. Um, uh, moving on from that point, uh, which was mostly not even about David. Um. Actually, none of that was about David. David did not write that peanut butter and jelly song. All right, moving on to the HOH comp. Um, or not, I guess I should say the qualifier. Memf- Memphis and Cody got the quad- qualifier, but none of this really matters because we all know who wins HOH, and it's not Memphis. We've already established that one. Uh, Memphis fell all over the place. He got a time of like a minute and something. Then Cody came out, and all of the little non-phallic objects are like jiggling and wiggling all over the place so he knows what not to step on and he blows through it in like 22 seconds and nobody else has a chance yeah let's let's go ahead and mention a little bit what did he actually see them wiggling like do we have proof oh well i mean we could see them wiggling yeah i mean i'm figuring if if the audience can see them wiggling and cody's standing there looking at them then Sure. I mean, he's not the brightest like person. I mean, he's no dummy, but I feel like he also saw them and thought to himself, I shouldn't step on those because he didn't. Right. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I No, I, they were moving. He definitely saw them. And then after that, they made a point to say, we got to wait until they stop yeah. moving. Cody's already won. So now we're going to institute the rule or instigate the rules here. Like, okay. Yeah, it was it was very clear that, you know, Memphis and Cody, or I guess technically more so, Cody and Christmas got like the better end of the deal by getting to see which ones were still wobbling because they would wobble for a good couple of minutes. And especially with Memphis falling over the place, he got a few of them that were, you know, wobbling. The entire course was wobbling after Memphis fell everywhere and touched all of those things. They were all like (laughs) practically waving it at Cody, like, don't touch me. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I think... I mean, there's a good chance that Cody wins that HOH comp anyway. I don't think that's like a, a wild thing to say, but I think the fact that he got to get a little bit of an advantage with the the wobbling stars as opposed to anyone else in the competition besides Christmas, I think that's a little bit, I don't know. I don't want to say controversial. It's just a little bit unfair. It will I feel be like controversial depending on who goes home this week. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. If Janelle goes home, we will never hear the end of the wiggle stars from Daniel. <laughs> we will never hear the end, but I don't think that's going to happen. So don't worry. Um, Somebody, uh, B- Big Sissy Banana, can I call you Big Sissy? Is in chat. Oh my and, gosh. Hey, Big Sissy, can I call you Big Sissy? 
Uh, she said Cody French kisses his dad. I actually talked about that earlier. I was like, I mean, he kisses his father full on the mouth, and he's like, you know, an adult man, and it's weird to me. I mean, maybe that's the way people act, but come on, I don't do that. PR mom. Yeah, I thought that- it was very affectionate. <laughs> oh no, yeah. You go back to BB sixteen. That's the, that intro video sticks with you for a very long time. And I'm I'm glad they had the little callback this time. I really am. I guess even BB eighteen, when you look at Polly's, same thing. Uh same situation. But you know, jokes are in threes. So You think the fact that that okay, so we all know Cody won uh the competition. Ian almost did it right and then didn't. Um and then uh, and so the people who did not win had to get the um, the envelopes, right? And they went in and they opened them. We found out who was on slop. And Christmas got $5,000. She was the one not on slop. She got the cash. Do you think that's going to affect nominations? Because to me, that's an easy nom. It's like, eh, you already won money, so. Well, I don't think that would be the reason she's nominated. I think the reason she'd be nominated is she's not like the others. <laughs> well, true. I'm just saying you can you can use that as an excuse. You can true. be like, you won money already. If you wanted an easy out for nominations, the first week's kind of hard to do noms anyway. He could do that. I don't know. I'm uh, just wondering. Can he? The thing is, he can't go by who the the two people like the first two people out in the HOH comp can he go he also can't even go by who did the worst in the HOH comp qualifier so it's like it's forcing him to think um and I just well, don't I mean even in the HOH comp you can't really go by who did the worst because you had to work to get in there yeah yeah it, you know after Cody you know the wonder boy got his time of 22 seconds or whatever yeah. it was you know everybody else I, like Memphis did terrible it, it was awful but I feel like other people would have done also. Like I feel like Nicole would have been like, Nicole, your time is six minutes and 43 seconds or something like that. Like I feel like they would have done worse than that. But we'll never know because once the clock hits 22, it stops. So you can't even go by who did the worst there. So you don't have that excuse either. That's why I was asking about the money thing. Because, you know, that first week, people always look for a reason. Like you don't really have a reason to nominate people yet. So they just come up with anything and think, mm, you were the last person to touch the banana or whatever, you know? I don't know. What what does that even mean? I have no idea. Yeah, wow. I don't I don't think anyone uttered that phrase, but that's that was a- <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to throw some again. I don't know. I don't know. Destin Nell's famous phrase, you were the last person to touch a banana. Uh yeah, I don't know where you got that, Roxy. That was interesting. The the famous phrase, you yeah. were the last person. Everybody's saying it's, it it's spray paint. What are you talking about? It's spray painted in the kitchen. That's the, like the big <laughs> thing. You've got Rachel's Wait. Fuller's Grab a Life Vest, and then you have Janelle's famous, you were the last person to touch the banana. Wait, okay. Speaking of the spray paint, whatever, did, were y'all like a Todd, like, wait a damn minute, when they were like, go find the spray paint art? Yes. And then... It's in the, like, I guess, bathroom or, like, the hallway or whatever it is. I think it's still but, technically the kitchen, but I did have that moment of, like, did they mean the cans that are, like, right. attached to the wall? And then, yeah. Uh, and then they just looked up and they were like, oh, it's the kitchen. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> production, you did not think this one through. 
And then meanwhile, in a completely different group, Kaser just also runs to the, the bedroom and it's just like, is this, <laughs> oh my God. is this where I need to be? <laughs> right. I was going to scream if he like goes into the live, goes into the bedroom and opens up the key room door that everyone's been talking about. <laughs> he knew about. exactly where it was. Yeah. Right. He's like, thanks production. <laughs> Imagine. No, but I just want to say the two different extremes of when Christmas did it and when Kaser did it. <laughs> I saw you I tweet. Like, I saw you respond to Brent on that. And I was like, I don't, I don't, did anyone actually say that? Or is Daniel, what is Daniel saying here? Me, I was like, when Christmas did that stupid bitch, <laughs> when Kaser did it, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I feel like though we spend a lot of time saying, what is Daniel talking about? <laughs> well, I know I say it several times a day. I say, what? I, I said that same exact thing before we even started the podcast because I had the cast photos pulled up and Daniel goes, oh my God, the cast photos are up? When five minutes before, I saw a tweet from Daniel that had the cast photos that, in them. No, I did they not see didn't the They didn't have background. the blue background. Right, I, I'm sorry. White background. And therefore they're different. Right. Because a different color. Anyways. Yeah, It's sorry. the exact same photo, Daniel. God, look at that, look at that gray-haired Ian. Just look at that. Look at him so distinguished. My brother in chat said Daniel was the last one to touch the banana. I don't know. He could have been. It's a secret I'll never tell. <laughs> secret? Daniel, you don't keep secrets. <laughs> I just can't wait for a season where Julie's like, and you guys all know our motto. Don't be the last one to touch the banana. And everyone says it in unison. I'm waiting for that day. <laughs> No, or when Julie was like, all right, last one to get seated is for real evicted this time. The way Tyler and Davon threw their oh bodies on the couch, I was like, oh, my God. Julie was forced I mean, to make so many jokes tonight. Like, and but, First of all, do not call those jokes. Okay. Well, okay. I laughed. I love Julie. She's like the queen. My favorite thing about them was that she had to immediately say that they weren't a joke. Like, she would be like... Last one to sit gets evicted. Jokes, only jokes, only jokes. <laughs> no. you, guys, you guys have to crawl. This, you guys have to stay in the hallway. Jokes, only joking. Uh, just me, Julie joke. Julie joking over here. <laughs> joking Julie. Yeah, you, guys, you guys know oh me. I'm joking Julie. And then the Twitter handle pops up. Pops up. Joking Julie. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's a cat fight happening. I'm so terrified right feet. now. Get away oh from God. the cake. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're going to ruin the cake. It's <laughs> not ending. Oh, gosh. Roxy's household is under siege by two cats I'm attacking so a cake. It's terrible. I lost my whole train of thought. That's okay. Cause, uh, oh, no. No, I want to say it. You know how <laughs> like there have been people in the past who have made handles according to things that we've said, like um, the whatever lemon one i think damien was that one for a while melissa lemon maybe yeah, melissa i can't lemon. remember um and then we have real medical nectar who's always in chat now i cannot wait for somebody to show up as joking julie it's happening i can, it guaranteed somebody's <laughs> fixing to show up and they're going to be called joking I, julie. I want them to be joking julie but i want their stick to be like have the worst jokes possible but then immediately say after that after they type it just say joking only joking joking <laughs> just joking just goofing. I'm just goofing around. It's, it's Big Brother All Star. New, new boot goofing. 
that was that was horrible to watch it wasn't horrible but like it was uh i felt bad for julie every time i'm sorry joke and julie i felt bad for joke and julie every single time that the new group would enter the living room and she had to every time be guys please like a teacher on like the first day of school or something yeah it was bad uh but not as bad as when nobody could crawl into the have not room which is already bad enough that you have to crawl into it. But we had to watch them like navigate themselves. And then (laughs) you just slide or you just have to push it or slide it, which like, what kind of door is that? Um, Like, I don't want to break it. Someone do it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, are we opening a door to a Countach? Like, what are we doing here? Like you can either slide it, you can push it or you can like punch it or you can kick it. You can set it on fire. Like these, there's many ways. They're just all muggles. What it is, is it's like in Diagon Alley and you have to touch the bricks in a certain order and for, for it to open. And they didn't know that. Because mm, they're Julie, joking, Julie. Oh, wait. Joking. Just joking. Just joking. Just joking. You got to you you set it on fire to open it. Just joking. Joking, Julie here. Uh, yeah, man. Um, What else do we really have? I mean, other than we kind of got a hint at what this year's twist is going to be at least for the the first part of the season which is a twist Mm -hmm. that will save america's favorite house guests i'm assuming uh so that they can't get evicted and they can keep their ratings which is big brother well she said she said like every room would have a twist and this is just a twist for one of the rooms. so this is a safety suite this week but next week it's going to be not a safety suite it's going to be some sort of other power that a house guest can achieve And I um, definitely think there's an extra room in that key room. That play, that's definitely an yeah. Extra it looks room. like they just set up a mattress like against a wall, <laughs> and are just like, don't okay. look behind this mattress. <laughs> right. I know I it's know. a secret mattress. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's just a regular mattress. It's not secret. <laughs> Did I say secret? Uh, Ronnie in chat is saying that. Um, how well that he thought um julie did tonight considering like they're on a like corralling everybody and getting them to shut up and sit down i mean all joking julie's aside she was on a time crunch and i mean that really is difficult for her to do that and so i do appreciate that ronnie's like you know quit quit joking julie (laughs) he thinks she did a good job and and she really did because she is on a time limit like i'm just playing i'm just joking you're just joking. Are you sure? Are I'm you just, sure joking. You're just joking. Ronnie's a, a teacher, I believe, if I remember correctly from last season. He should be getting ready to go back to school soon. Woohoo, go Ronnie. Stay safe, Ronnie. We appreciate you. Um yeah. What else what else do we really what are we what are we gonna go over? We've covered pretty much the episode because after that whole have not room scenario, we got I mean, we've already covered Cody's live DR that we got. Um we got the safety suite that we can look forward to or not look forward to. Uh, we don't really know more, I guess, about what's going to be the future of that. Hopefully, we'll have more in-depth interviews if we don't have them already with the cast. Obviously, we have their bios that we can go read, but it's like, how are, how good are bios? Uh, how good are CBS bios in an all-star cast? Like, I think we know what to expect there. Yeah, I don't care about any of that. Who cares? The feeds are going live yeah. tonight. Yeah, and that's and, all I care about. Less than an hour, isn't that iconic? Actually, yeah, I'm gonna drink coffee and be awake on it. If anyone needs me, yeah, I'm not yeah. sleeping. Yes, we. Oh, 
damn it. What I meant to do earlier is I want to set up a, I know we have our old one, but I want one with like the our reality so we can have the live feed chat. So people who are going to watch tonight can all find us over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Daniel's going to make, right yes, Daniel's going to make um, our own room. So if you have live feeds, you'll go and find our room. I'm sure it's just going to be called what? Our reality. Put an yes. underscore in there. It's professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so whatever it is I, i'm assuming just our reality you guys go in there so we can talk to each other in the chat while we watch feeds together it'll be fun be trust so me because i'll be there um oh good yes ronnie is a teacher i see look at me remembering things <laughs> brilliant i tell you i'm brilliant you are brilliant okay we all know it you don't have to inform us every single time i feel like i do I think like it's lost. <laughs> I'm literally just um I'm looking at BB Twitter right now. I guess people could join me in this little search on BB Twitter of just anything that defined like I I wonder if this is gonna be Big Brother Twitter all year. Is it just gonna have like random gifts that they told like certain house guests to record while they were in sequester of just like we just need some kind of reaction, you know? Because like I guess they couldn't I really hope have so uh usually they use like the preseason interviews to use all that for but um mm -hmm. uh obviously uh this is the intro video the new intro video and you can think what you want about it so i mean obviously we can't have the full-fledged intro really video is. that we're used to but um this is what we get this is we have a big brother season so if you hate the the intro i'm sorry but we're just going to, have to get over it uh, also, the live feed music is different. I'm noticing right now. Apparently, a lot of the music is going to be different, but we know the I theme mean, song sounds the same. Apparently, we're going to get new eviction music. That's the only thing we've had a hint at. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to really go over. We have we don't have any bombshell news. We don't have really anything since the premiere to really, uh, you know, divulge into. Like obviously, tomorrow we're going to have a live feed recap. We'll go over any game talk that's happened or really hasn't happened uh as of yet but um yeah we'll, we'll we'll stay updated on everything and we'll keep you updated on everything but as far as tonight goes i'm pretty spent i'm pretty exhausted from doing mm -hmm. all of that and talking about all of that and misspeaking about plenty of things but that's just that's just us. all the things that's just us yeah you know? like i left the house today at 1 30 um, I watched most of Big Brother on my phone driving home from Little Rock. I mean, I literally came straight in to the house and like turned the computer on and all of that to get ready to do this. So like, I've been gone and going like all day long. I need mm -hmm. to go make coffee and get ready for these feeds and I'll chit chat with you guys in the chat and all of that. I'm Did you just so say chit chat? Oh, chit we haven't had that in chat. a while. I said chit chat, but I should have said chin yeah. chat. Actually, I'm disappointed in myself. Would have been a nice throwback. Um, it would have been. Any final um, thoughts? Also, any so, final thoughts about this episode before we wrap things up? It doesn't seem real still, so I think it's going to set in when I'm like watching feeds yeah. on. Which is going to be a trip within itself, I think. Of just, I don't know, because these are th there's a lot of people in this cast that I will be watching them on feeds. Really. Uh, I mean, most of them will be, it's just been a long time. Uh, a couple of them, I just really never watched feeds for them while they were still on the show. 
obviously like bb10 i watched more after dark than anything which means i got to see keisha's birthday in all of its glory live uh which was really fun in itself but like i never really i, I didn't watch feeds at all until bb8 so Kaser is just kind of I've never, i don't know what he's like on feeds um just from random clips on youtube is really the most i get from Kaser. but like he's very calm and i mean he's just He's just Who Kaser. cares? Yeah, he's Who a, cares? He's beautiful. <laughs> just stare at him. We're gonna yeah, yeah, I don't even need sound. Just give me the picture. Yeah, we're going to see Bye. David uh, for the first time on feeds actually playing the game for real um, and not in cam comeback form. So that'll be fun too. But uh, anything else? Anyone? Nope. Before? All right. Thank you guys for uh, watching. Yes. I was just going to say, do y'all like the stage? We don't really talk about that at all. Oh, yeah. I, I actually do. I'm a big fan of the stage. Um, I know a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, the budget went so up this year. I don't know if that's really the case. I think they just have a cool LED pattern that they integrated. But say it's just lights. Yeah, I liked it. Though. I mean, I do like it. I like it. It felt very spacious. felt very They're socially nice and, distant. Yeah, it's nice and cool um, colors. I don't mean like cool, like, eh. I mean like <laughs> like cool as, a, like, as opposed to warm colors. Okay. <laughs> Roxy thinks the stage is cool. She said it. You think it's mm -hmm. two thumbs up. Um, Yes. Okay, so really quick, uh, for those who are going to be watching Live Feeds tonight, it's not letting me, I just tried on like three different times, it's not letting me go into the chat, I guess, until Live Feeds do officially go on. So um, we'll say something on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so go check us out over there. And I definitely want to talk on that with you guys. All right. Um, well, with that said, thank you guys for watching. Everyone that was in the chat, we love you all. Come at me every single podcast uh it makes my life um thank you for everyone who is in the org that i'm playing in right now who is also in the chat tonight coming at me uh very purposefully i loved it um uh, uh oh bear it out <laughs> oh my god that was right. so mean uh they'll, they'll do it they'll you. listen to you they'll listen to you you watch um Anyway, if you want to find us all on Twitter, I'm at Spicy Bear. Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. If you want to join our Facebook group, that link is in the description below, and we can talk Big Brother all day, all day, all night. I'm going to do that every single time. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, because we have different threads that go through each day. And if you can't catch the live feeds or you don't want to subscribe to the live feeds, that's a good way to keep up with everything and have a good group of people to talk about Big Brother with. Uh, if you don't want to go on Twitter, which is kind of a cesspool sometimes, which I understand. Um, anyway, I like a little of both. Yeah. If you want to like this video, that would really help us out a lot. If you're not subscribed to the channel, obviously subscribe to it. If you want the audio version of every podcast and cause you don't want to watch us, uh, for an hour and a half on a video feed, if you're driving to work, whatever we are on every podcast platform. So if you have Apple, if you have Spotify, you can find us pretty much anywhere. Uh, other than that, we will be back tomorrow to cover the live feeds. And until that happens, everyone, enjoy the feeds. Uh, stay up all night if you have to. And we will see you when we see you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.